All right, it's the Keefe to the City Yankees podcast, and not even two weeks ago, the Yankees had their worst loss of the season when they blew a two-run ninth-inning lead at Fenway Park to open a four-game series against the Red Sox, and now they have their most embarrassing loss of the season, losing 7-1 to on Monday night to the Orioles at Yankee Stadium, and yesterday's podcast was titled, Baseball is About to be Fun Again, and that couldn't be further from the truth, as the Yankees were just fucking awful all night long, losing to the worst starting pitcher in all of baseball, and Jorge Lopez, who came into the game with an over-six ERA, a 2-12 and record, there's no underlying metric, there's no advanced stat that makes this guy look good, he's terrible, he's flat out terrible, and, a, and the Marlins team that the Yankees just beat up on in Miami without scoring any runs, because the Marlins can't score any runs, they destroyed Lopez in his last start five days before, nine base runners, five runs, and two innings against the guy, and the Yankees can't do anything against him getting no hit through the first five innings, and sure, they had some walks along the way, but when you can't hit... And when you go 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position, you get the kind of effort that you got on Monday night from the Yankees. And it's an effort that's all too familiar for this team. It's a team that you thought things would change. You thought after the deadline, when they got Rizzo, when they got Gallo, when they had a nice weekend in Miami, even though they weren't scoring, they scored 10 runs in Miami in three games. Seven of them were actual runs. Three of them came on defensive errors by the Marlins, but they came away with three wins. You thought, okay, they're going to get hot. They're going home for a week, three against Baltimore, four against Seattle, a schedule full of bad teams here with the last place Orioles, with the Mariners who aren't any good, with the fourth place Royals. This is a chance for them to pad the win total, get even more back in the standings than they had gotten in the last week. And instead, they just don't even show up, don't even show up. And you knew things weren't going to be easy when Andrew Heaney's getting the ball in his first Yankee start, a guy who's fucking terrible as an angel, just awful. The Angels are just, here, take him. Take him. The Yankees need a rotation guy. They needed an arm, so they took him. But he's not even the story here, and anyone who pins this on him is wrong. He was awful. <laughs> he gave up four home runs in the game, only lasted four innings. But the story is not him. The story is the offense. The offense scored one run against the Orioles, a team that came into the game 30 games under 500 with nothing to play for. They haven't had anything to play for since like the second week of the season, and the Yankees can't get anything done. DJ LeMahieu 0 for 5 out of the leadoff spot, and it's getting harder and harder to defend him. I know he was the team MVP in 19 and 20, almost won the batting title in 19, won it last year in the shortened season. Guy has been unbelievable as a Yankee before this season. But as part of his new six-year $90 million deal, deal, he's been awful. His average is down to 261. His OPS is down to 694. And yes, he still plays gold glove defense, plays multiple positions, but playing defense alone isn't enough. Tyler Wade plays defense alone. It's not nearly enough. Anthony Rizzo got on base getting hit by pitch on the knee in his first at-bat, so I'm sure that Aaron Boone's looking for any way he can to give him a few days off here, but Rizzo was hitless in the game. Judge 0 for 4 with two strikeouts, another awful performance from Judge. Gallo 1 for 3, hit a double off the wall in right field. Stanton 0 for 3 with a walk. Odor 0 for 4. Sanchez 0 for 4 with a walk. Torres 1 for 3. Gardner 1 for 1 with 3 walks. When Brett Gardner's your most productive offensive player, you know you're in some fucking trouble because the guy shouldn't even be in the league. And when he's doing better than LeMahieu and Rizzo and Judge and Gallo and Stanton and Sanchez and Torres, and I won't throw Odor in there because I don't expect anything from him, but you know you have problems. And Jorge Lopez, 6 innings, 1 hit, 1 hit. The, the start of his life at Yankee Stadium in a big game. Um, first of all, I thought Lopez threw the ball well um, and, and didn't give in. I mean, we were able to, 
you know, create some traffic against him. I think he ended up walking like five guys. So we did have a couple opportunities, but really weren't able to, um, you know, sting much uh, on the bat. And I think he was kind of staying away and made some made some pitches when he had to, made some big pitches to get out of jams. Um, you know, there was a big double play ball in there where we're crawling back in a little bit. But, um, yeah, just, just weren't able to, you know, really mount much swinging the bats other than you know creating a little bit of traffic and to lose that game is so bad it's it's just awful and certainly you know Andrew Heaney didn't do the team any favors by just giving up home runs left and right but they had to score and I was waiting for Boone after the game to defend uh Heaney's performance thankfully he didn't do that yeah I thought his stuff stuff fell off a little bit there I thought he was really crisp in the first inning and and yeah, no shit, Boone. The stuff fell off. We we watched the stuff fall off. We watched the stuff fall off and end up in the right field and left field seats. We saw that. And now things aren't going to get any easier when they when they should be easy. This is a ten game stretch of the easiest ten game stretch you'll ever see. And things aren't going to get easier because after the game, it was announced that Garrett Cole tested positive for COVID, so he won't start on Tuesday. In a start that odds makers had him at minus four seventy five, which I think is the highest money line I've ever seen. I think maybe one time in rec- in the last two years, I saw Clayton Kershaw right around there, but minus four seventy five that's that's unheard of in Major League Baseball. But now he won't start. Um, Garrett will not be pitching tomorrow. He he uh, he's actually tested positive for COVID, um, so he will he will not be pitching tomorrow. So the ball is going to go to Nestor Cortez, who has been awesome. I mean, as a Yankee two years ago, he was miserable, and he just kept staying on the roster and staying on the roster like Luis Sessa did for the last six years until he was traded. But you don't expect anything out of Nestor Cortez. Every time he does something great, fine. But you can't go into this game having any expectation that he's going to be Garrett Cole. So now Cole's out. Gio Urshela, who they wouldn't start in the weekend in Miami, but they did play him. He did enter the games on Friday and Saturday. Now he's on the injured list. So... Was he too injured to be playing in those games? Like, how are you still having trouble recognizing, evaluating, diagnosing injuries? How is that still a thing? And now he's out. So then Boone gets asked about what's going to happen at third base. Is it going to be Odor? And and Boone says this. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, whether Rugi, obviously, you know, DJ, you know, as he gets ramped up here and, and Waiter, but we'll go in and talk about, you know, the the moves that we, we need to make now. It should be Odor. DJ LeMahieu is a gold glove winning second baseman. So when you take him off second base, you are lessening his value. You are lessening the defense at the position. And to even mention Tyler Wade, who he calls Waiter, get the fuck out of here with that. Tyler Wade cannot be playing unless it's an emergency setting. He just can't be. I don't know why there seems to be this idea that there's an infinite amount of games left in the season and that there'll just be as many games as the Yankees need to make the playoffs. There's not. They've played 105 games. There's 57 games left. You just lost to the fucking Orioles at home in a game coming out of the break. You get make the big trades. You go to Miami, you get a sweep, which you really didn't deserve. And then you come home and you don't score again against Baltimore, who doesn't have anything to fucking play for. That's so bad. And on a night when the Rays lose, you could have made up ground there. You could be five games back of them. Instead, you're just running in place. The Red Sox didn't play, so you'll lose another game on them. Just a horrible, horrible night and a horrible effort. 
And it's not uncommon for this team to see this. This is what they've done all season. Every time you think maybe this is it, maybe winning in Miami when they shouldn't have won because they couldn't fucking score, maybe that'll change the season. And what do they do? They come out and they get blasted by the Orioles. Same things happening against Boston every time they've played them. Same thing happened last week when they win the first two at the Trop and then Garrett Cole just gets flat out fucking crushed in the third game of the series. They lose 14 to nothing. This is not good. To lose this game, and yes, I said yesterday, this 10-game stretch, they need to win seven. So now they need to go seven and two. (laughs) That's not great. And you just lost Garrett Cole, who you pencil in as a win against the Orioles for as dominant as he's been against them, and now he's not pitching. So now you're really fucked. Tampa Bay still got Seattle. Boston's going to play Detroit, who's been much better. But that was a huge missed opportunity. And on top of that, the Blue Jays lost yesterday as well, I forgot about. So the two teams you need to lose lost. You lost as well, took another game off the schedule, hurt your percentage of making the playoffs a little bit. Just awful. And to get back to what we talked about yesterday with the lack of home runs on this team, the Yankees scored one run in the game, no home runs. There's a sack fly. DJ LeMahieu, no home runs since June 26th. Gio Urshela, no home runs since July 4th, and it's going to be a while till his next because he's on the IL now. Aaron Judge, no home runs since July 10th. <laughs> that's, that's fucking awful. And I know he missed time with COVID, but when he has played, no home runs. Joey Gallo, one home run since July 10th. Gary Sanchez, no home runs since July 20th. Giancarlo Stanton, no home runs since July 20th. Glaber Torres, no home runs since July 21st. So Glaber has the most recent home run out of those seven everyday Yankees and it came two weeks ago two weeks it's been since the last everyday Yankee hit a home run (laughs) what that that seems unfathomable I don't know how this team expects to do anything they finally get left-handed balance it hasn't mattered and if you think about it last night through the first six innings Joey Gallo had the Yankees only hit and Anthony Rizzo had the team's only RBI so the two new guys continue to produce and do stuff and it's the same old shit from the other guys judge can't do shit john carlo can't do shit glaber can't do shit sanchez looks as lost now as he did at the beginning of the season lemayhew <laughs> can you lift the ball dj I, i'm the biggest lemayhew fan there is i love the guy but at some point fucking rolling over pitches on the outside corner to third base isn't gonna fucking cut it i don't know how anybody could be so excited and it sucks because i was excited about this team after the deadline i was excited after winning three games in miami but really it was a mirage because like i said they scored 10 runs in that series seven they scored without needing errors to score them and then they come back and score one against baltimore so in the last four games against two teams that have nothing to play for two last place teams the yankees have scored 11 runs in four games and only eight runs in four games without help defensively from errors from the marlins eight runs in four games that's what they've done against two shit teams and the worst starting pitcher in baseball they got to face on monday at home and they still couldn't do anything it's unbelievable and to think okay they'll bounce back with cole and now he's out it's just fucking crazy it's just crazy and to hear aaron boone's answers after the game it's almost like the deadline made people forget about how bad aaron boone is at his job or that he should be fired or that he shouldn't be the manager anymore that that shouldn't mask the idea that he should be the manager he's fucking terrible this team it does not any message he's trying to deliver isn't getting delivered you can hear that in the post-game comments. Mr. Fucking Happy-Go-Lucky talking about tomorrow and the next day until they run out of days and they're fucking sitting at home and Yankees fans are sitting at home watching other teams in the postseason this year in a wasted year. Don't let the trades of Rizzo and Gallo and the deadline and the three wins in Miami let you forget that they have this fucking awful manager who's just, he's just sitting there doing nothing. 
And yes, he's not going to go out there and help them hit fastballs down the middle or like John Carlos Stanton taking hanging sliders down the middle. But there's no motivation here. The comfort in losing with this team is so obvious. It's just, it's disgusting. That's a bad fucking loss. It's the it's the most embarrassing loss of the season in a season that's been full of them. So now the Yankees will try to bounce back on Tuesday with Nestor Cortez here to avoid losing a fucking home series to the Orioles in August. Unbelievable. That'll do it for today. Yankees-Orioles again at the stadium on Tuesday night. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Talk to you after the game.